When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, bitches. Welcome back to Resting Bitch Face. It has been a while, but I'm excited to have my favoritist co-host, Miss Justine from the Shore Store Pod is here. Hi, Justine. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We just did an episode of your podcast. It was, uh, did we do Patreon? No, main feed. It'll be out on Tuesday. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We just did an episode recapping season two, episode 13 of Floribama Shore when they all go to New Orleans. It was an interesting one. So make sure you check that out. And today is Friday the 13th, the 13th of May. So we're going to talk about some scary movies. And then I really cannot wait to tell you the story about this corrections officer that helped an inmate escape. It's crazy, and I can't wait to watch the movie that they inevitably put out about it. Okay. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, so I sent you an article. This is, uh, let's see, according to Thrillist.com. These are 75 of the best horror movies of all time. Now, of course, we're not going to talk about all of them because that's just too much, but we can kind of cherry pick and see what's what. I'm scrolling through and a lot of these I've never seen. (laughs) I know. So I was thinking the same thing and I was like, maybe we should like pick a horror movie to watch and recap like one a month or something because we both love horror. So that might be a fun thing to do. Yeah, I would Uh, do that. The first one. Okay, cool. The first one they have listed is Friday the 13th. And as I'm looking at it, I don't think I ever saw the first movie in its entirety. I remember watching it when I shouldn't have been when I was a kid and it was playing on TV and all the good stuff was edited out. But I actually don't think I've seen this from beginning to end, the original. Have you? Yes. Okay. Did you like it? Yeah, I love those Would movies. Would you call it and one I... of your favorites? Uh, no. Not really. Okay. All right. Out of all the, like, the classic franchises... Um, I don't know. I'd probably say that I would prefer like Nightmare on Elm Street over Friday the 13th for sure. Me too. I was going to say Jason is probably one of my least favorite scary guys. And also last time I was at Fan Expo, this would have been August either 2018 or 2019. There was a motherfucker dressed up as Jason who would not leave me alone and he really pissed me off so um that's That's all I can think about he was just like standing there behind me and like at first it was like funny like ha 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 Jason scared me but then he like would not leave me alone and he was just like standing there and it's like ew you're annoying and it's probably some like creeper underneath all of that you know what I mean yeah yeah that kind of reminds me of have you seen the movie Hellfest it came out a few years ago I don't think so no so it's like these teenagers, they go to this. Um, like yes, 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 yes. I have seen it. Yes. I actually did like that movie, but that kind of reminds me of that. And I always thought that that would be a great idea for a movie. I'm like, make it like a haunted house where people are actually getting murdered and nobody realizes that it's real. I have actually watched that a couple times and I liked it. Did you like it? Yeah, there's a few movies like that. There's a few other like more low budget ones that I've seen on Prime and stuff like that where um do you know the famous how the famous haunted house McKinney Manor? Yes. Oh my god, I could do a whole deep dive episode on that. Girl, guy. I was like obsessed with that haunted house for so long. I went on okay. every Every single YouTube video of people telling their stories about what happened, mm-hmm. every trailer for that, every documentary. Um, there's there's a show on Netflix, and in one of the episodes, the guy goes to it. Um, 
Anyways, Ooh. I know everything about that as well. But Okay, there- we could totally do an entire episode dedicated to that because I have watched hours and hours of footage from his YouTube channel and other people's YouTube channels. It just blows my mind. It's insane. Okay, and like, you know, the whole thing about how this guy's like fucked up and how his wife of like however many years left him and then he like uh-huh. ran off with a fan of his because he has like weird ass fans. And I didn't know Yeah, that he's part. like, he's living with like some 30 year old. Whoa. Who like helps him run crazy. the haunted house. Yeah, it's like fucked up. And guys, this is all allegedly because <laughs> Russ from friggin' McKinney Manor, you know, he like he, Googles like, himself everybody. every. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, and the craziest shit is this guy does not even fucking charge for this. Like, all I think all you have to do is like bring dog food, cans of dog food or something. Yeah, to donate to it because they have like a shit ton of greyhounds or something like that. And they run some sort of um, greyhound chair, not charity, but like a rescue, I guess. And but who is doing all- it's so much like work and it's like torture and it's so weird. the volunteers who wants to do that for re- this for the, free the creepiest part to me is that the volunteers for this are mo- most of the time they're people who have survived the actual haunted house and now all of a sudden they want a part of it too like it's very culty oh, I thought no one had survived the haunted house yeah, I think he doesn't he offer like X amount of thousands of dollars if you survive it. I but think I, I think the money had. thing was something that was like blown up by by people online. Like I don't really think that part's true. It could be. But I think it's just one of those things where it's almost become like um I don't know how to word it. I have COVID brain right now, but like <laughs> um, you know, like telephone where one one thing gets told and by the yes. end of it it's like way more extreme than what it is but yeah this guy's this guy's a sick fuck and what he does and the fact that people there's people out there that want to experience this is next level insane yeah uh, it's crazy it's cr- i mean and it's like sick shit like he waterboards someone... people he stuffs yeah. them in like um a treasure style freezer makes um, them eat like disgusting like eat their own puke the, or something it's just for me like i i like a good haunted house it's fun to me but nothing like this nothing where it, like i physically can't breathe and like it's physical torture, torture. and and the way it's like it, as if you were actually kidnapped and tortured yes like, because the way he starts it fun. off is you go to a park and the guys come up behind you and put bags over your head and throw you into the back of a truck so you can't even see what's going on from the beginning. You don't know where you're getting taken. Mm-mm. It's it's a fucked up thing that people like. And there's a wait list to do it because yeah. uh, it's not like an everyday thing, of course, because it's Mm-mm. so extreme. It's it's insane. I would and never. And he can decide like there's this huge waiver huge waiver oh because they'll pull your teeth out they'll shave oh, your hair my god yep there's oh yeah they, he shaved someone girl's hair he shaves girl's hair off. but they sign off on it they sign off to allow him to pull their teeth out oh my god it's that is, it's just such sick shit you guys can look it up on youtube there's so many videos there's videos that the owner himself has put out there's owners that like survivors of this. I don't even know if I want to call them survivors because they literally signed up for it. Mm-hmm. But there's so many videos. It's fascinating. It's disgusting. Um, I don't. It's we we should do a deep dive episode on it. I'm 100 percent down. But there is yes. speculation as well <laughs> that there's like Vegas wagers going on because he films everything, which is a, which is another huge mm-hmm. part of it that we hadn't even mentioned is that the whole time. This guy, Russ, who owns it, has a friggin' handheld camcorder in your face being like, yeah, do you like that? Like, it's sick shit. And one of the girls from one of the videos I saw. It's torture porn. Yeah, one of these girls claims that she was told that it's a live stream is what he films. And there's people in Vegas, like, betting on it. And it just reminded me of Hostel 3 when they're in Vegas and there's, like, the live. Oh, it's just really sick shit. I know it's so sick. I d- we should we'll definitely do like a deep dive episode on that because there is so much 
Oh my God, we could probably do two or three parts. There's so much to talk about, but that shit is crazy. So you guys definitely look that up. It's basically, it's like the real life saw, but they're torturing you instead of you cutting your own foot off. Um, I remember the first time that I watched Saw, I actually started laughing out loud when the little puppet came in on the tricycle. My twin I jigsaw. So fucking hard. So fucking hard. What do you mean your twin? What does that even mean? When I was like 16, I got bullied on like a live journal or one of those and everyone oh said God, I looked like journal. jigsaw, so it's just like something I always say now. What? That doesn't make sense at all. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that it's pretty doesn't funny. even make sense. It's oh man, funny. I used to love live journal. Mm-hmm. Like setting up all your HTML, your color schemes, and then you could lock it where only like certain people could read it. Oh my God. Dude, I saw a meme the other day. It's so true. It's like, there's no way this is the same brain that used to do MySpace HTMLs and like. I know. No way it's the same brain. How did I do that? No, that's so true. I mean, yeah. And it, like embedding your, <laughs> your audio your songs to play oh, oh yeah my god those were the good old days oh so yeah much fun there's a lot of <clears throat> excuse me there's some um movies on here that i don't recognize now so the witch is like a super popular horror movie that came out in 2015 did you watch that one i don't think so no it's about it, it's like set in the past at some time it was so fucking boring. I hated it. I feel like I hate everything that people love. That happens to me a lot. There's a lot of quote unquote horror movies that I find completely boring. So, and oh yeah. And also for me, there's like almost another genre of horror to me where it's like um it's like it's a so bad that it's good type of movie. You know what yeah. I mean? There's like yeah. and Amazon Prime has all of the like they have the classics on there like the bye bye man is a fucking fantastic bad horror movie where like you can't help but keep watching it and then afterwards you're like what did i just watch you know so yeah um those ones for me are almost my favorites over the ones that are good and like i said amazon prime has a collection of them Oh, yeah, lots of B-horror, definitely. Amazon Prime has all the, like, uh, low-budget versions of good movies, <laughs> you know? Yes. It's almost like the Lifetime movie channel of streaming. I swear to God it is. <laughs> like the cheesy versions of everything. Yeah. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you think of Cabin in the Woods? I think that's, like, a movie that people either love or hate. Okay, so I hadn't watched it. It's pretty old now, right? Like, 2014 or 2013? 2012 or something. Okay, yeah. So I I remember watching it when it first came out, and I don't really remember liking it. Um, But I also hadn't seen it since then, so that's definitely one that I have to watch again before I can give an opinion. Yeah, Yeah, so I saw it when it first came out. I actually went to an advanced screening. Uh, When I lived in Vegas, I used to go to advanced screenings all the time. I was part of this website that you could sign up for all the movies that you wanted to see. And what was fun about this one is that they had cameras set up in the audience or in the front of the audience to catch the jump scares and the reactions. It was a very atmospheric, um, it was very atmospheric. And I loved the atmosphere. The audience was like super into it. And there's like this point halfway through the movie where you're like, wait, what? It completely changes. Um, I remember like not being super sure if I loved it at the time. I did rewatch it a year or two ago and I honestly feel like I'm one of those people that's in the in-between. That's like, it's okay. I like it. But I feel like people are so either love it or hate it. And I'm just like the middle person on it. Definitely have to give it uh, a rewatch. So yeah, I'll do that. I might watch it again, too. It says it's on Amazon Prime and Hulu right now. So you guys can check that out. Um, trying to think. Have Silence you? Silence of the Lambs, of course. Have you seen an idea? I know we've discussed this before, not on a podcast, but have you seen Terrifier? Yes, and I fucking love it. Okay, because I, I remember because you have a a pretty extensive DVD collection. You're a DVD gal, and that's one that I want to own because I mostly collect collect them just to sell. I actually almost ordered you 
the Terrifier Steelbook recently. But I don't think that Amazon had it where they would deliver to Canada. I think there was some reason I didn't order it for you. Oh my god. I'm that's that's one that I definitely Art the Clown to me is number one scariest clown over Pennywise over everyone. And um mm-hmm. Terrifier Two is currently in post production and they're hoping to release it around Halloween time this year. So um, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that. And that's another one where people either love it or they think it's stupid. And I love Terrifier because it's creepy. There's so much awkward silence, especially at the beginning of the movie. That pizza shop scene where he's just staring at them and the one girl's the one girl is completely terrified and the other girl is like drunk like look at how stupid this guy looks it's such a good scene it is so good just the the tension the quiet the it's it's so good if you guys have not seen terrifier it really is terrifying it's it's very gory very 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 slasher you have to some people don't really like the the insane killings and stuff but i i love i love that shit so um, yeah, I really do. I really believe that it is terrifying. Haha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it's you have to see it. You have to see it. And I it's so funny, though, because when I first saw that movie, um, Ryan was at work. This is when he was still working graves. And um, he came home and I said, I watched the most horrifying movie I have ever seen. And I need you to watch it with me. So I first watched it Home Alone in the Dark at night, and then I rewatched it with him, and he's just looking at me at the end of the movie like, this, this is what scared you so bad? And I was like, I don't know if it was the fact that I was home alone, and it was dark, and it was creepy, and like, <laughs> by myself, but I felt stupid after he watched it, because he didn't like it, but what does he know? It's yeah, good. that's no fun. You guys have to watch it. You have to watch it. But yeah, I found the steel book on some website and I was going to order it and have it shipped to you like as a surprise. Aww. I'll have to look again and see what happened. But yeah, I can't wait to see the second one. I hope they don't fuck it up. They're always fucking stuff up with the sequels. I don't think they will. If you're into horror movies and horror movie podcasts, there's just two recommendations I want to give. Um, uh-huh. The first is, and my... My friend Colin got me into this podcast. It's called The Gay Lords of Darkness. Um, so it's a gay man and a lesbian and you know that that does, that doesn't that. that doesn't matter, but they're just both really really funny people and they review horror movies and they do recaps and they give their honest opinions and when they talk about the bad the good bad horror movies on there they're both just so fucking funny and that podcast like will make me laugh out loud it's really good and then the other one is two straight guys completely different style podcast called the sloppy horror podcast and um i just really really like the one guy's voice he's got like a really sexy voice and um yeah they just do they just they just recap horror movies kind of same thing but it's really good too Okay, I am subscribing to both of those right now. And then I also have a recommendation. The podcast I was listening to earlier, it's called Look Good for the Boys. And they say that it's a horror gossip podcast. And they had an episode today for Friday the 13th. And they were talking about Friday the 13th and which was the best Jason Um, And then all of their ideas of what would be a good scenario for a new Friday the 13th. I love that show. It's so fun to listen to. So I highly recommend that too. It's called Look Good for the Boys. I will put links to all these shows in the show notes so you guys can subscribe too. I love doing recommendations because I love listening to podcasts when they give recommendations. So, Um, oh, here's one. People, okay. This is where I know Rotten Tomatoes is so full of shit and I should never go buy it. But Rotten Tomatoes rated It Follows like a 98% or something. Have you seen that movie? It Follows? Okay. I think It Follows is one of the most overrated yes, horror movies I've ever I've ever heard of in my life. Every single horror movie like 
Reddit page or discussion group I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's like 90 to 10% of the people loving it to the people who don't like it as much. And um, yep. it's fine. I've seen it a few times. It's it's not a bad movie. It's just very overrated. It's not as scary as people make it out to be. So overrated. I just watched it the other day. Um, overrated and fucking boring. Boring ass movie. Mm. Now, people will swear like, oh, my God, it's so good. Um Oh, the soundtrack, blah, blah, blah. I was so bored. I couldn't even pay attention to it. All it is is like a cautionary tale about STDs. Like, don't sleep with someone because then you're going to get this thing that follows you around and then you have to sleep with somebody else to give it to them or it's going to kill you. Bleh. Hated it. Awful. Yeah. Totally and completely overrated, just like you said. Have you seen this movie? And I don't know why these two go hand in hand for me because they're completely different. But have you seen this movie called P2? No. So it's about a girl who works in like a big office building. And at the end of her shift on, it's like Christmas Eve or something, she's walking down to the parking garage, P2, and... Basically, the parking attendant guy locks her in there with him and she can't get out. She, you know, there's this whole thing why she can't get a cab and everything, but she's locked down there with this psychopath parking attendant who at first she thinks is going to help her, but he ends up essentially like kidnapping her. And there's some insane, really gory, fucked up killings in that movie that um, it's a really good one if you're into, once again, the slasher goriness. Okay. I might have to check that one out for sure. So do you have Terrifier at all or no? Do you have like a physical copy of it? No, I don't. I don't. And that's why I want one because it's one of those that like it it was on Netflix once for like two months and yeah. I've never seen it on a streaming service again. I've like watched it on YouTube, but it's like obviously not the greatest quality. Yeah, that's what I felt for uh, Scream. The original Scream movie is like my all-time favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a million times. And sometimes it's on streaming and sometimes it not. it's not. But I really wanted the 4K. So I bought the physical copy so that I could have the digital and the physical. But it's one of those things. I wish I would have forked out the extra money when they first released the Scream 20th anniversary 4K steelbook. I'm still kicking myself over this because it was only like 30 bucks. Or $35, and I should have got it. Because it's got, like, the beautiful inside. It's a display piece, you know? Yeah. So that's, like, you... There's certain movies where you have to have, like, the Steelbook or the limited edition. Because it's, like, decor for your home. Yeah. This is who I am. So I'm still (laughs) kicking myself over that. Um, Nothing haunts you like the things you don't buy. I say it all the time. I know. Shit. So, yeah, I should have just treated myself. As if I ever don't treat myself. Hmm. Um, but okay. So P2. All right, cool. So let me see what else is on this list here. Are you scrolling through? Do you see anything that you really liked? Oh, I, I, I hadn't pulled it back up again. Oh, get out was really good, but that was basically about like racism. Love get out. Love. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> sorry. Love, um, us. Okay, I might need to rewatch Us because I did really like Get Out. I started to watch Us and maybe I was distracted by something, but I couldn't really get into it and I never finished it. So maybe I need to do a rewatch on Us. Okay, I thought Us was incredible. I thought the main girl in it, the mom slash wife, I thought her performance was insane out of this world and... uh Okay. I really I really loved it. I liked Us and Get Out pretty equally. Um, okay, I'm going to watch it again then. And Jordan Peele is coming out with a new movie soon, right? With Kiki Palmer in it? Correct? Question yeah, mark? Yeah, I remember seeing... Let's see. I remember seeing something about a new movie he had coming out. Oh, I forgot he did Candyman, the remake. I never watched that, though. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but I but I want to. That's one I kind of forgot about because Candyman 
was like one of my childhood horror movies. Like my brother and I were like obsessed with that movie. So that's another one that I remember watching on TV, but never seeing like the full thing. The real version. Unedited version. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So it says that the movie, the next movie is going to be called Nope. What is that about? Like no, but N-O-P-E. Nope. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I rem- I think I saw some kind of oh it's got like the guy from The Walking Dead in it it looks like the Asian guy oh Glenn I think that's him it looks like him yeah Kiki Palmer there's not really any inter- any information about it but it must well, be in production I'll- oh the residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. Well, okay. I'll be watching. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Jordan Peele's like obviously a super talented filmmaker, and I'm excited for it. So it's really interesting because he, all I ever knew him as was a a comedy guy, for years and years and years, and like the fact that he's coming out with these incredible horror movies is pretty fun. Yeah, pretty totally. Um, have you seen? Keanu's uh his him and the Key and Peele movie is that, is that like what a cat or something yes I haven't watched it is that it funny? movie oh my god hysterical like in tears okay. laughing it's so good what is it like a, a cat gets loose or something yeah there's just like this okay. really amazing scene with Anna Ferris in it it's just a really that's one that like I was high off my face at the drive-in when I saw it, so I have to, like, rewatch it again, but, yeah. And see if it's still that funny. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, was okay. I just, like, on drugs, or was it good? That's funny. There's so many movies on here that I've never seen. Um, I will say, oh, Pan's Labyrinth, that movie is so fucking weird. I've so never, weird. I've never seen it. Oh, it says it's on Netflix. You should watch it. Pain's no, I know. Labyrinth. It's one it's of those movies weird. that I should have watched a hundred years ago and seen a hundred yes. times, but it's just never been in my... I've just never pressed play on it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street, of course, that's a classic. It's a great movie. There's so much I haven't seen on this. I'm going to have to like get into it. Um, <clears throat> one that I haven't seen on the list, I saw the original one, the original House of Wax. I've never seen the original one. I love the House of Wax remake. The Paris Hilton with one. With Chad Michael Murray and Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah. I Iconic fucking love movie. that movie. And remember the poster was like, see Paris die. That yes. was like the and big the big draw uh, for the movie. I feel like that movie is so underrated when it comes to horror. Nobody ever talks about it. Did ever. you see that Chad Michael Murray is playing Ted Bundy in this like low budget Netflix thing? It's called like American Psycho Ted Bundy and Chad Michael Murray's playing him. I was I howled when huh. I saw that. No, but I'll watch that. I the thing is like I'm so sick of watching movies about the same three serial killers. Oh, I thought you were gonna say about again. Ted Bundy. I was gonna say same. Like there's well, so still, many Ted, Ted Bundy, Bundy like movies Ted and Bundy. shit. Uh, John Wayne Gacy, The Night Stalker, like it's the same like five serial killers that you talk about all the time. Every podcast does an episode on it. Every documentary series does something on it. Every movie channel yeah, does yeah. something on them. Like there's been so many weird, odd murders and killings all over the place. Can't we pick something else? Get, tell me something I don't know. Speaking of documentaries have you seen our father on netflix no because i've like i've heard the story and i have an idea but i don't know it's like is it a series or is it just a it's just a one one off it's like an hour and a half okay all right so i'm more likely to watch it yeah no it's not it's not like a five part no 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 watched it in one sitting so Sounds like it was really good then. Okay, so I was, like, interested in this from when I saw the trailer, like, a month or so okay. ago. Um, but the story was just super – it just got more and more fucked up as it went on, as these things do. And um, the one girl looked identical to Christina on Teen Mom, and they're from Indiana oh. where they are. So it's like, oh, is there, like, a Teen Mom connection in here? Um, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it was just really, really good and fucked up. Okay, I'm going to watch that then. Because that is about a doctor 
who is he works in um he's obgyn okay Mm -hmm. and he's helping people that want to get pregnant but he's like inseminating them with his own sperm right yep and and then he has all these kids all over the place so some of them uh were supposed to be just like random sperm donors that the women had like chosen and others were supposed to be the semen of their partner like oh their God. husbands and he was doing <gasps> and he was doing this and then they say it's like that's the worst that's the worst thinking that your husband you're gonna have your husband's baby and it's some fucking rando sick doctor yep oh my god and they're saying that like most of the time well a lot all the time doctors don't use donor sperm more than three times and because you're in the same area and they obviously don't want too many of the same population in the same area of like having the same genetics and there was like 90 siblings or something at the (gasps) end like it just the number kept going up and up and up was it 90? It was a lot. It was a lot. Oh, but yeah, yeah. it's so, fucked up. Oh, my God. See, I never thought about that, but it does make sense that you wouldn't want a lot of the same genetics or DNA in the same well, area. Because then what if you go on like a, a blind date and you don't even know this guy's like your half your half brother. And that's what and they were saying. Get in married this... and have a baby. Holy shit. That's what they were saying in this documentary. They were like. You know, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, but oh, it's a lot God. to do with like the twenty three and Me's and all of those type of websites. That's how they all discovered this even happened. Um, and they just say that every time they get a new match, they all just pray that it wasn't like an ex boyfriend or even somebody that like they're sleeping with now or anything oh, like that. Like, God. can you imagine? You'd have to go get a fucking DNA test with every guy you wanted to have sex with. Yeah, it's and then it gets into like culty stuff of like why he potentially did this. Like it's fucked up, but it's 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 good. Did you ever watch the movie? This is totally unrelated, but it's you said culty. So it brought this to mind. Um, Have you ever watched the movie Midsummer? Yes. Not a couple of years ago. Okay, so I just watched that like last week. I just kept putting it off. Everyone talked about how great it was and I just kept putting it off and putting it off. Um, what did you think about that movie? Okay, I thought that the opening sequence was one of the most, like, jaw-dropping, insane opening sequences to a movie. And the movie, um, I forget the, the filmmaker's name, but he's the same guy who did Hereditary, um... His... Yeah, that makes sense. His style of movies is very, like, it... It gets it. It's not only scary, but it's like I don't know how to describe it. It's like emotionally scary, if that makes right. sense. Um, yeah. And I, I I preferred Hereditary to it, but I thought Midsummer is a fantastic movie, and it's very like beautiful to watch. And oh, I thought so when they weird. were the scene where they were like doing the drugs and they were tripping, that was probably the most accurate. Accurate depiction of what a trip is that i've ever seen in a movie yeah like a total mushroom trip right Right, yeah yeah like oh yeah i'm like what i thought the same thing that shit is so fucking accurate like that's exactly how i felt before when i've done mushrooms like that's it right there um i liked it i thought it was very weird and it was unlike anything I had seen before really so there were some very strange parts of that movie it was very weird and it kind of at the end left you looking at each other like what what did I just watch there's so much weird stuff in that movie um but I liked it I do think that I need to re-watch um I need to re-watch Hereditary because Hereditary felt like another one of those movies where you think it's going a certain place and then all of a sudden at the end you're like what the fuck just happened I am so confused that movie is terrifying I don't know if I would ever watch that again like that I need to rewatch it there's the one scene within like the first 15 minutes that was the most shocking scene I had ever seen in a movie ever and I'm sure you know 
what it was. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. The uh, the party scene, leaving the party the, scene after after the party scene. Oh yeah, yeah that was it, like because because you know what? If you haven't seen Hereditary, if you hadn't if you haven't seen Hereditary and you don't want to know, which I'm sure everyone has probably Fast seen it. Fast forward like a minute. Fast forward. A okay, minute so we can talk about it. It's because the <coughs> sorry. Fast forward now. We're gonna talk about it for like um, a minute or two. It's because the trailers for the movie did such a fucking good job of making you think that that girl was going to be the star of the movie and that Uh she was going to be in it. So watching her get killed off in the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie was something so unexpected. And I love that because I hate when you watch a movie and you're like, wow, that was just an extended version of the trailer. You know, yeah, I hate when they give you everything. In the yeah. Trailer. yeah, yeah, I, I hate I, I like what I like when trailers mislead you a little bit. And the way that they killed her off was absolutely shocking and horrifying. And it literally I literally had to stop the movie and looked because I was watching it with um, Alex and my husband, Ryan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy fuck. Oh my god. Like I had to <laughs> rewind it and rewatch it. It was insane. But and I liked it. I liked the movie a lot for the first half of it and then by the end of it I'm just like I don't understand anything that is happening right now. I am so confused. So I think that maybe I should rewatch it because everyone says how fantastic it is and I just felt like It's it just like the acting is incredible and like Tony Collette and Hereditary like iconic yeah, performance. That's true. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so it's, you know, it's just one of those things and it's one of those movies as well. Uh, Same with Midsummer that you could have so many different conspiracies on and everyone can kind of have their own take of how they think the movie is supposed to be interpreted. And, um, I just think people enjoy that kind of movie and, you know, so I think it's one of those things. I definitely, I just felt like it was batshit by the end. I was so confused. Oh, yeah. So I was like, For sure. what? Yeah, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was a, a good movie, but also, like, not good. I don't know, even know how to explain it. I wasn't crazy about it, but I'm going to rewatch it now that I've seen the whole thing, see what I think about it then, and we'll go from there. Um, can you think of any other movies that you love that's or that you hated? Something that's underrated or overrated? Um, I mean, horror to me is one of those genres that I I get disappointed a lot in everything. I always yeah. have like such high expectations, and I don't really know why. But um, yeah, I just I love watching horror movies. I'm always down for like recommendations, you know. Um, yeah, my friend Colin is a big horror movie person, and he always gives me like random recommendations of movies I otherwise probably would have never watched. And um, yeah, I I oh, love the genre. I have a recommendation. Mm. <clears throat> okay, so I watched. Let's see. I watched something that was super popular. Oh, I watched It Follows and I hated it. Mm-hmm. Then I ended up watching this movie called The Ruins. Have you seen that? Is this an older movie? Yeah, it is. I have to look and see what year it came out, but it is Don't older. think I've seen it, but I think that I can like 2008. see the cover art in my head, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it's got um, Jenna Malone from Stepmom. Um, and Sean Ashmore, who I can't even remember what else he was in, but those Sean are the two. Ashmore is in. He's in a lot of things. Uh, he's in a lot. Of, he's he, like that he guy. came. To, he came to my mom's school for like two months back in the day because oh, yeah? he played. What? He played Terry Fox, who's a Canadian icon. Um, he played him in a movie, and Terry Fox has a prosthetic leg so he kind of like walked with a limp and there was a teacher at my mom's school who had the exact same like walked exactly like terry fox so sean ashmore came to the school to follow him around to kind of like learn how to walk walk for the movie and my mom got me his autograph because he was in cadet kelly with hillary dove oh my god and she was like oh my daughter like loves you in that movie and he like wrote a little autograph out for me so i'll always like have a thing for him but he's in oh he is super cute he's in the movie the quiet which is like one of my all-time favorite movies he was in the following, and he, which was a great show. And he was season. in this other horror movie. Speaking of horror movies, called Frozen, 
And it's about him and his two friends. And they're on a skiing trip. And they're begging, begging, begging the ride operator to be the last people going up. And the operator switch shifts. And he's like, yeah, we're done for the night. They shut down the system when they're at the top of the ski (gasps) lift. And it's freezing cold. And they are stuck up there, however many up high. And they have to try to figure out how to get down. And it's like the weekend before they're closing for like the holiday so it's gonna be like two days before they can even get down and like yeah it's like a low budget insane horror movie it's really good and i see it a lot on the streaming channels but i've never watched it it's very good yeah 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 okay i've always liked him like i had a crush on him way back in the day when he was on animorphs Mm -hmm. on nickelodeon do you remember that yep where they all had like an animal that they could morph into Mm -hmm. oh and he was like so fucking dreamy back then and that was 1998 that was like the same time like the secret world of alex mack and all of that shit was on on tv wow yeah he's a babe yeah, he's still a babe. Yeah. But yeah. He's in um, he's in just like so many random movies. Like, you know, he's just one of those actors. It's like, hey, it's Sean Ashmore. He's in this. What you is know? The Quiet about? Oh my God, girl. I've never seen it. It was one of the first movies I think Sarah and I did on Coast to Coast Cocktails. That episode's Ooh. probably like five freaking hours long. Um Yikes. but it's what's her name? Camille Bell. Is that her name? Uh She's like the star of it, and Alicia Cuthberg and Sean Ashmore. I'm in love with her. I have such a fucking girl crush on her ever since I saw her in The Girl Next Door. Okay, so her performance in this movie is wild, and it's a really fucked up story. So in the movie, Dot, who's played by Camille Bell, I'm pretty sure that's her name, if anyone remembers who I'm talking about. She's in the movie When a Stranger Calls. But um, she's deaf and mute. And her parents die and she ends up moving in with Alicia Cuthberg's family, who is, um, they're like cousins or something, or their parents were best friends, I don't know. But Alicia Cuthberg is like the popular girl at school and the cheerleader. And it's, I don't know, I can't really tell you too much without giving the movie away, but it's, um, she has a really, really dark family secret. And it's a really, like, um, it's a lot of, like, incestuous insane Ooh, okay. stuff going Don't say on anymore say no say less but uh, alicia <laughs> cuthberg is incredible in it and it's a really insanely great movie okay i'm gonna i'm putting that on my list oh it's on voodoo for free so you probably have to watch commercials. it, it oh, was on, on prime. prime yeah it was on prime for like the longest okay, cool. time so i'm gonna watch that yeah i am going to watch that okay um Oh, but anyways, The Ruins, you have to watch it. It it was, and don't read anything about it. Just watch it. Uh, it's really good. Where did I see that? I'll have to find out where I watched it. But I think it's on Netflix in Canada. It might be. Okay. Okay. Watch it because it's very different from what I expected it to be. I kind of figured it would be kind of like The Descent. Mm-hmm. Have you seen The Descent? Okay. I figured it'd be like that, but it was very different. And... There were so many moments that just made me totally squirm and cover my eyes and my ears. I'm like, oh, my God, no. Um, <laughs> but, like, in the greatest way. It's good. And it is kind of like that B-level movie. It's on Hulu um, if you can't find it on Netflix. And see, this is Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 49% and they gave It Follows, like, a 96. I thought I think they should be swapped. Actually, I wouldn't say this is a 96. I would say this is like an 85. Okay. It's good. It's strange. But at the end of it, I was like, I really liked that. Okay. And my, so it was something that I didn't think I would like, but I did. So I definitely recommend that. You should watch that. And then I'm going to watch The Quiet. But Sean Ashmore is so cute. Like I've (laughs) had a crush on this guy for literally like 25 years. (laughs) That's funny. That's really crazy to think about, isn't it? You should watch him in the uh, the Terry Fox movie. Terry Fox. Who was who was Terry Fox? Oh my god! Like a... I'm gonna like get oh, so much shit go. for this because I'm like, uh. no. So he lost his leg to cancer, I believe, and he wanted to like spread awareness through Canada. So he ran across Canada. I don't know 
I'm not, I don't know how far he like got or anything like far, but um, back in the day, like in school, when we would do our like charity, it was always like the Terry Fox run. And then there was always like one kid who would walk with a limp. And um, yeah. Yeah. Sean Ashmore played him so in a movie. Okay. A dude that lost his leg to cancer. Cool. All right, then. <laughs> I'm Googling what the movie is called. Um. It's probably, I think it's called Terry, because I saw it on um, His IMDb. Sean Ashmore's IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, 2005 movie. Okay. Supported right, by then. his friend and brother, amputee Terry Fox, played by Sean Ashmore, strives to run across Canada to raise money for cancer research. Did you say that you're going to um, be Art the Clown for Halloween? I, Do I remember that? I really, really want to, but thanks for spoiling my costume. Oh, shit. No, I'll who knows? Who no-, no, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, okay. you know, I'm totally into... Um, but you should be like sexy Art the Clown. Well, okay, so I want to do the full prosthetic makeup or at least attempt it. But Whoa. then the costume that I want is like a dress. Oh, okay. But I'm really into that. And I have so much prosthetic makeup here and stuff that I never play around with. And I just think that that would be such a fun one with the nose and everything. So we'll see. We'll see. It'll it'll probably be like a sad attempt. Like I'll probably just end up doing what that girl on (laughs) YouTube does, how she like takes edibles and then attempts to like follow tutorial videos. My God, (laughs) I'll probably just end up doing. Love her. She yeah those yeah she she went to jail for a little bit. Did you see that? No, she was like in jail jail and then she like came out. I don't know, but I just saw it on my suggestions one day. It was like what it was like in jail. If you just Google, like, edibles the Grinch or something, like, she'll come up. Oh, my God. I love her. Yeah, she's fucking jokes. I love her. She's so fucking funny. And I love when her husband comes in and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's got crazy. Yes, I forgot all about her. I'm going to have to look her up again. And she's so fucking stoned, like trying to put like contacts in her eyes and shit. It's so funny. She goes like full out. And the end result. And her, her, I have such a short attention span for YouTube videos and stuff like that. But I will sit and watch that shit for like 20 minutes and laugh my fucking ass off at how high she is. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to look up. I'm going to tell you guys her name right now so you can go look it up. Maybe. I typed in edibles tutorial. And all it says is woman eating edibles and putting on makeup goes viral. Oh, there's her uh, Ursula. And she did Pennywise. Oh, my God. You guys. So funny. This is why social media and the Internet is fantastic. Her YouTube is called Brandy TV. Mm -hmm. Now I have to figure out why she went to jail, but it is fucking hilarious. All of her stuff is so funny. So check that out. Um, I think that's it. I'm really excited to watch The Quiet. Do you have any other like recommendations, shows, anything that you've been watching? Ooh, I actually do. So, you know, having COVID okay. is like for the first couple of days, I was like literally just watching everything super random because it's the only thing I had energy to do. And I found this show. It's an HBO show, and it's it's a it's not scripted, and it's called Couples Therapy. And it's I watched the first like five that. episodes of the second season, and it follows the same couples. There's like maybe four or five different couples, or maybe three or four, and they follow the same couples through every episode. But you just get to sit in on their therapy session with this therapist, and mm. um. It's fucking good. Like, it's, I don't know, it's not a show that I would have thought that I would have liked, but I was, like, fully invested in these people's stories and their problems, and I can't believe they would allow themselves to be on HBO talking about this, but, yeah. Right. Um, I have seen that several times while I've been scrolling through, and I've never... It, it never really sparked my interest where I wanted to watch it. 
but I'll have to check it out. If you you're really like, like if you think that watching uh, someone's like mm-hmm. therapy session and like watching them get like real, if you're like into that. Um, so yeah. like I said, I started on the second season because I don't know why I just did. There's only two seasons. And um, so there's a gay couple and their like dynamic and their stories and like were insane to me and then there's this Jewish couple and the woman will not shut the fuck up and every time the therapist asks the man something she always like speaks for him and he's always like oh I don't know and he's just like this scrawny little guy and then there's this other couple and it's like they're kind of only together because they have a baby that's like kind of their thing and the guy the guy like is really into her and like wants to fuck her all the time but she like never wants to have sex with him and like it's just I don't know it's just like interesting (laughs) so speaking of that there's actually a podcast by this therapist named Esther Perel yes and have you ever watched have you ever okay I'm aware of the podcast um but I've listen to maybe one episode i guess i probably should listen because it seems like i would like it it's the same thing i actually really like that one too now it says that now it's a a spotify original so you might actually have to go to spot i hate that there's some podcasts that i really like that i would listen to and then it got bought out by spotify like um Oh, there's a horror podcast that's, like, super, super, super big. I can't remember the name of it. I used to listen to it all the time for, like, years. And then they got bought by Spotify, so they moved over there. And the reason I don't like Spotify for podcasts is because they don't allow you to add RSS feeds. And I like to do that for my Patreon shows that I listen to because I can't stand the Patreon app. So I just set the RSS feed to come through my regular podcast feed. And you can't do that with Spotify. So then there's these podcasts that I really liked. Oh, last podcast on the left is that podcast. Um, And I like totally forget to listen to it because I do not use Spotify for my podcast. So it sucks. But it might be on there. It's called Where Should We Begin? And that one's really interesting, too, because you get to listen in on people's therapy sessions. It's very interesting. It's funny that you don't like Spotify for podcasts because I listen to Spotify for all of my podcasts. And it's funny because there's a podcast that's out right now looking at you, Amanda, Nick, Squirrel Friends Cocktail Mm -hmm. Hour, not available on Spotify. So I will specifically go to uh, the Apple podcast for app for other things. But uh, Patreon updated their app like a while ago and it's better like because i remember i just don't like having to go back and forth i want everything oh okay see i just i just listen separately like i just listen on the patreon app but um yes yeah spotify originals there's you know uh there's this other one called the ringer that i've i feel like it's called the ringer i could be wrong okay um i don't know but they they recapped all of euphoria and they had eric dane on there and uh that's a spotify original but yeah okay um there's one more podcast that i want to tell you about that i have been loving and i've only listened to a couple podcasts a couple episodes but i really liked it i'm looking for it right now Mm -mm -mm. um basically they read like celebrity autobiographies and then they recap them so you don't have to the celebrity memoir club or whatever yes Mm -hmm. yeah they're always on my tiktok i think that's probably they're so they're so fucking funny on tiktok because people will be like did you know that this person has a book coming out or did you know that this person has a book and the girl will do like the video replies and she'll be like it's literally my job yes i know this Uh (laughs) god i so that's probably how i found them but uh they did i listened to the jamie lynn spears episode so that was interesting because i don't want to read jamie lynn spears book but i want to know the juicy shit that's in it so that's what they do they've got all kinds of stuff they have ginger spices book oh jenna jameson's make um how to make love like a porn star um i mean i'm excited because i see a bunch of stuff in here that i'm like Oh, Travis Barker's book. That's nice. Um, 
there's so many things I see in here that I'm like, I want to know the juicy shit, but I don't want to read that book. So, oh, the Kendra and Holly are sliding down the rabbit hole. Okay, I'm excited. I'm going to get back into this. There's so much um, Speaking stuff. of Travis Barker, did you happen to catch the latest episode of The Kardashians? I have not watched an episode since we talked about the Oh, premiere. no. Okay, I've been... I've been like fully invested watching the episodes right away. But if you watch, if you do catch up, tell me if you still feel the same way about Travis and Courtney, because this past episode, I'll just fucking tell you it's there's they're sitting there. They're at Chris's house. Chris is having a housewarming party and they're making out in front of everyone. And Courtney's like, I didn't even think that anyone was looking at us. And like Scott's there oh, and please. it's all awkward. And then Courtney, they're all sitting at the dinner table. The server's there. And Courtney says to Travis, do you want a sake or a glass of red wine? And he goes, whatever my baby wants. And she's like, hmm, I'm kind of thinking a red wine. And he's like, yeah, I'll have that too. And I'm like, you guys are grown ass people. This is how like 13 year olds act when they're in a relationship. It's pretty weird. Whatever my Mm -hmm. baby wants. Travis Barker is such a fucking red flag love bomber. He's like a Pete Davidson. Right? He is. Honestly, what's the difference? Honestly, he is. I hate it so much. Pete Davidson is less into PDA. I guess that's the difference. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, Pete Davidson will hold your hand in public, but he's not trying to shove his tongue down your throat. Tongue down your throat. Like, (laughs) it's so so fucked up to watch. And then someone posted on TikTok I saw the other day. It was like behind the scenes footage of Travis and Courtney getting ready for the Met. And, you know, they didn't go with the theme because they thought it was more punk rock that way, which is eye roll. Um, but, you know, they they Travis was like, oh, it's like we're I'm Jack Skellington and you're Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. And then someone made like an edit of you know blink 182 song that came out in 2003 by the way i miss you the jack the jack and uh sally line and then i commented and i said you guys are so fucking annoying because travis barker did this with his ex-wife because him and Shayna mochler had a nightmare before christmas themed wedding and he's like yeah it's just a repeat it's in, it's so infuriating to me i want to like shake everybody am i the only buddy yeah. who, person who thinks this is like creepy weird uh, uh, very unhealthy, but it's kind of like one of those things where we want to believe that it can be legitimate because women, some women tend to like PDA and want somebody that's obsessed with them. So it sounds like a good idea, but in reality, it's probably awful. I mean... Kim fucking loves it with Pete because she's a narcissist and she loves anyone that's obsessed with her. And that's That's why she fell for Kanye, because even if you look at her relationship with Chris Humphreys, she hated him so much because he didn't fucking kiss her ass. And he like told her how it was and he was honest with her and she hated him for it. She divorced him after 72 days. So, um, you know, Kim's a narcissist. She loves that shit. But it's just so, I don't know. I'm just scared to see where it goes with the Pete thing. But yeah. Well, I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. We'll have them soon. All right. Well, I think that's all I've got. You got anything else? Oh, I could talk for forever on here. (laughs) I know. I know. I totally could. But I'm like, Oh, yeah, I was supposed to have something ready for a customer to come pick up because I'm selling. Like, the reason I have so many movies is not because, like, I'm a movie fiend. It's because I sell them. So um, people still buy physical media and people can say, oh, whatever, streaming is the future. But a lot of people, like you said, like to collect physical media for when it's not available for streaming. So I sell a lot of movies and I actually have a customer coming to pick up, like, a shit ton of VHS tapes. Wow, VHS. Yeah. Yeah, mostly Disney on the VHS, but I try to pick up anytime I see something that I don't normally see. I try to pick it up because it's usually worth a little something. Um, but they're by they bring like forty six VHS tapes. Those I'm just trying to get rid of because I have like three hundred or so of them. Um, and then I have hundreds of DVDs. 
all kinds of stuff. I'm really trying to like lessen it, but whatever. That's a whole nother story. I do a side hustle where I make money. So do you go to like uh, thrift stores and stuff like that to get the movies? Mm -hmm. I love thrift store shopping. Oh God, I do too. Yeah. And I haven't been shopping in like a year for things because I have so much inventory in the garage that I haven't even touched yet. Um, so I'm not really doing that now. I have one place that I go to like every week or two weeks because they sell stuff to me super cheap and it's usually in really good shape. So I got like the one honey spot that I go Mm -hmm. to. And then other than that, I got so much shit in garage. That's why I'm working less days now. I'm down to three nights a week. I work tonight, Saturday and Sunday. And then I'll be off for four days so that I can dedicate stuff to our businesses. So I'm really excited about it. But yeah, so I love having you on as usual. Tell everybody where they can find you and find us on your show. You can find my show, The Shore Store, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And that is Jersey Shore, Florabama Shore, Recap, News, everything. And also Real Housewives of New York, Recap Podcast, Rewatch Podcast, uh, Friends of the Countess with me and my co-host David and... We will be bringing that back this week for the first time in a couple weeks. Uh, so, yeah. Yay. Check out Shore Store and Friends awesome. of the Countess. There we go. Thank you for being on, Justine. I'll talk to you soon. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye.